Hey, this is Courtney from Waterloo, Illinois, and you can bet I am all in all the time. Dr. Lee, this is Janet Deaver from North Platte. I'm ready to go all in. Hey, Dr. Warren. I'm from Casper, Wyoming. Just to let you know that I'm all in. This is Denise from Michigan, and I'm all in. I'm all in. I trust in your word as I trust in my Lord. I will certainly go for it. Good morning, Dr. Warren. This is Sarah Araya, and I am calling you from sunny South Florida. And I'm calling to let you know that I am all in. Uh, God bless you. God bless Lisa, Tata, and those super pets, Harvey and Louie, that we love hearing about. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. And thank you for all the encouragement. God bless you. Love you guys. Hi, Dr. Warren. This is Roberta Wilson from Oregon. I'm all in for August, and I'm starting today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you'd like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Good morning, friend. How you doing? Hope you're well. It is all in August. Hope it's going well for you. I want to um, say thanks to everybody who's called in with a voicemail and let us know you're all in. I'm going to try to get as many of those on this month as we can. Uh, please say your name and where you're from if you do that. It's really cool to know where you're calling in from. This morning, I want to talk for just a minute about feelings. Feelings are not facts. I know if you're starting to get up in your feels and it's hard to make good decisions, I want you to remember what Willie Nelson said and do yourself a little feeling biopsy. Here's what Willie said. After taking several readings, I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound. How will you know if your mind is still sound? If you're not taking readings of it, right? So one thing that happens when we try to make big changes in our life is we start to to remember how we feel. We focus on how we feel and we think about how we feel. And we then go down this rabbit hole of remembering the last time I tried to do this, that happened and I gave up and I failed and, and I feel like a loser. And so I probably shouldn't try again. And and all these things that that, that circle around feelings. Well, feelings are neurochemical events in your brain. I'm having a little trouble with my voice this morning, so excuse me. I'll try to keep it clear. But just just give me a second here, and I'm going to go back to one of our verses for this month, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Listen to that first part of verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. That's that's a sub that's a surrogate for feelings. Your feelings are not reliable indicators of what is real. Our old preacher in Alabama says you can often 
act your way into feeling better, but you can never feel your way into acting better. In other words, when your brain chemistry is off and you feel sad, if you just think about your sad feelings, you will 100% only get sadder. If you're anxious and you think about the thing that's making you anxious and you focus on what could happen and how this could play out in a way that would harm you, you're only going to get more anxious. You never feel better until you start doing better. Now, I understand I'm not talking about the psychiatric implications of major depressive disorder or anxiety, any of those things. Obviously, there are some medical issues and some psychiatric issues that need to be addressed sometimes. And mental health is real and medication is helpful. I'm talking about for your day-to-day your day-to-day relationship with your feelings versus your actions because you can change your mind. And sometimes you can change how you feel by changing what you do. You say, yeah, I feel sad, so maybe I should get up and walk around the yard for a few minutes and get a little bit of sunshine. Maybe I'll feel a little bit better. And you will, reliably. And some things aren't possible, right? You can't think your way out of having your diabetes better. But you know what you can do? You can say, you know what? I feel like I can't get over the top on this diabetes thing, but I'm going to listen to what my doctor says, and I'm going to just have a little bit less soda, and I'm going to be a little more careful with my blood sugar ratings. And guess what will happen? In 30 days, your diabetes will be somewhat better. Your your control will be tighter if you pay more attention to it. You're, if you consume less calories and you exercise a little bit more, you'll lose some weight. You will. So some of the things that seem impossible that you failed at, sometimes we continue to fail at because we continue to do the same things in relation to them or not do the same things in relation to them. Sometimes we just, we just circle around this, this inevitable um, inability to make progress because we refuse to change the ways that we are approaching those things. If you've got a habit in the evening of doing a certain thing and you always feel bad about having done that thing, then you need to change up your evening habit. Like if, if, if you end up having a bowl of Cheetos every time you sit in your recliner to watch Matlock, I don't know why I said Matlock. I haven't seen Matlock in years. But if you do that, then here's what you need to do. Unwind the pattern of your habit and go back and don't sit in the recliner. I say, hey, you know what, it's it's 5.15. This is when I normally would turn the TV on and sit in that recliner, and then I end up feeling like I need a snack. So instead of doing that, go for a walk around the yard. Instead of doing that, read your Bible for 20 minutes. Instead of doing that, read a chapter of All In August at the kitchen table, of All In by Mark Batterson at the kitchen table. Just Just shake that habit up and get out of that chair and sit somewhere else and you'll make a new mental snapse that okay at 5.15 instead of sitting in the recliner and watching Matt Lock and eating Cheetos I'm going to sit at the kitchen table and play Scrabble with my husband or I'm going to get on FaceTime and talk to my grandkids or I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to do this or do that then after 30 days I guarantee you you'll have a new habit you'll have a little progress made instead of that long circle of defeat you can't Feel your way into better actions, but you can act your way into better feelings. So if we're going to go all in in August, we have to start being aggressive and being willing to change our behavior if we want our feelings to change for the better. Feelings aren't facts, friends, and you're not stuck with them. You can trust in the Lord with all your heart, and you don't have to lean on your own understanding. Just because your feelings tell you 
that a certain outcome is inevitable or a certain thing is bound to happen or that this will never occur or they will never love you or she'll never come back or you'll never get on top of this financial situation. Just because you feel that way doesn't make it so, okay? Some things are true. Like if you've got terminal brain cancer, you can't think your way out of changing that. But what you can do is say, hey, I have a blessing and I know what the rest of my life, I know a particular time frame, so I have make sure that I leave my family in as good a situation as I can. I need to repair these relationships. I don't want to leave this broken relationship with my sister on the table. I've got this time limit now, and I need to get after it. Right? You can decide that you're going to tell a better story with the rest of those days. You can. And we're hearing from a lot of people for some reason that August is a hard month for them. Here's a lady. Listen to what she says about August. Hold on. Hi, Dr. Warren, Lisa, and Tata. This is Kathy Weaver from Westerville, Ohio. I'm letting you know that I'm all in August. I've been listening to you for a couple of years, and I never knew how much your words would be resonating with me today. My husband passed away suddenly in December, and since then I've struggled with how to have the joy along with the sadness. My husband's birthday is in August, so I know that this month in itself is going to be a challenge to get through. I'm looking forward to listening to your podcast every day, and I've also downloaded the All In Audible book. Thank you for everything that you do for the wellness community, and I'm grateful for what you have put out there for us to listen to. And I'm I'm looking forward to the end of August when I will be all in and ready for September. Thank you and have a nice day. Did you hear what she said? I love how Kathy put that. She's trying to figure out how to have the joy along with the sadness. We talked about that yesterday, the quantum nature of our God, is that you can have a hard thing, difficult thing, but you can have joy at the same time. You can have abundance in the midst of the strife. And the thing that Kathy did is she said, okay, I'm, I'm looking ahead. I know that my husband's birthday is going to be hard. It's going to be hard because I lost him. And that's how we look into August every year. August 20th is coming. It's going to be like a gut punch. But we're going to be okay because we also know that there's joy and there's light. And we can start to, to, to just buy into the idea that you can have the and. It doesn't just have to be the but. So the secret, my friend, of going into all in August and going into a life that's going to be hard but also beautiful is to decide that you're going to believe God's promises. And you're going to, you're going to believe them and you're going to live them. Okay, that's the secret. James uh, 1 6 is talking about praying for wisdom. And he says, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And he's not saying you, it's not okay to have doubts. We've talked a lot about that. I wrote a whole book about it. I've seen the interview. It's okay to have doubts. But what he's saying is when you ask God to keep his promises, you have to believe that he will because he does. And it's only when we fail to believe that he'll keep them that we fail to live in the, in the power and the promise of them. Okay, God will keep his promises for you, friend. He will keep his promises. So when he tells you, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your understanding, one of his promises is that your feelings aren't as powerful as his realities. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make straight your paths. Kathy's saying it just right. It's going to be hard, but I believe I can have joy and sadness. God won't take away 
the pain of losing your husband, Kathy. It's always going to hurt. And he won't, you won't just wake up one day and he's back in the kitchen having a cup of coffee. That doesn't happen that way. I can tell you, almost nine years into losing my son, I still wish that would be true. Sometimes I, <laughs> this is a silly thing. I'm going to tell you, I don't know if I've ever said this to you before, but once in a while I'll catch something moving out of the corner of my eye or something and my brain will say, oh, Mitch just walked by. It might, like, I'll have just a, a random thought where for a second I forget that he's gone and I think maybe he's actually going to just walk into the room. It's been a big, just misunderstanding or a bad dream, but it's not. The fact is my son's gone and I'll get to see him in the resurrection again someday, but I won't get to see him again in this lifetime. And every year I get older and he stays 19 and my, my other kids have kids and they all grow up and they're all older than he was now. You know, they're, one day my granddaughter Scarlett's going to be older than her uncle Mitch was when he passed away. That's, that's going to happen. Lord, you know, it's just going to happen. So I have to, the fact is I have to believe and not doubt that God will keep his promises, that he's bigger than my feelings, he's bigger than my anxieties, he's bigger than my fears, he's bigger than the resistance, and whatever it is that I need to overcome this month, friend, if it's if it's financial problems, if it's a relationship issue, if it's struggling in your career, if it's getting off the couch and getting moving, if it's if it's getting rid of an addiction or, or finally, finally bringing something into the light that's been in the darkness for a long time, whatever it is, you can do it, but you have to go all in. You can't sort of be part way with it. Mark Batterson talks about who's in charge here. Do we say, Jesus, you're the Lord and I'm going to follow you no matter what, I'm going to follow you. Or do we say, Jesus, I need to go do all this stuff. I really wish you'd come with me. I really want to you know, I, I feel like I deserve this glass of wine because it's been a hard day, but I still want you to be with me even though I'm giving in to my addiction again. I, I, I still want you to come with me even though I'm going to this person's house I shouldn't be going to. I still want you to be on my side. Are we in charge or is he in charge? You won't unlock the secret of an all-in life until you let him direct your step. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Don't to take a reading and see if you're telling your feelings are telling you the truth or not. To find out if your mind is being sound, and often it's not. And when it's not, let God direct you in all your ways. Acknowledge Him, and He'll make straight your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. That's a red light verse, Proverbs three seven. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil, friend. You'll have healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Verse eight. Think about that for a second. You're hurting. You're struggling. You're tired. You're just tired of it, everything feeling so hard. And he says, you trust me, believe my promises are true, and I'm going to bring healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. He's saying, you're going to feel better. So, friend, I don't know how August is going to play out for you. I don't know what you're dealing with in your life. You can email me or send me a voicemail, and, and, I'll, and Lisa and I and Tata will pray for you about it. But you're going through some stuff that we don't understand fully. And we're going through some stuff that you don't understand fully. But I can promise you this. You can take God's promises from the theoretical to the experiential. You can. Mark Batterson wrote about this. It's a great, great paragraph in um, chapter, I think it's nine. Hold on a second. Let me pull this up. Uh, yeah, chapter eight. The chapter called Rim Huggers in the book All In. Mark talks about the, the experiential versus the theoretical. 
when it comes to God's promises. He says, I have a simple take on maturity, spiritual maturity. It's all about the theoretical becoming experiential. When you first read a verse of scripture, it's nothing more than a theory because you haven't experienced it personally yet. Until you experience it for yourself, God's grace is theoretical. And I would add his power, his mercy, his kindness, his ability, all theoretical until you experience it. But once you experience it, Batterson says, it becomes the reality that redefines your life. The same is true of his promises you have to prove them by putting them into practice and when god delivers theory becomes reality so over time the bible becomes less theoretical and more experiential verse by verse the bible becomes your spiritual reality a reality that is far more real than the reality you can perceive with your five senses listen friend there's a there's an amazing book that I read after Menchdat called Lament for a Son by Nicholas Wolterstorff, um, written back in the 80s. He lost a son, and he wrote this beautiful prayer of lament. This is a great little book. If you're grieving or have lost someone, Lament for a Son is a great it help you put some words on your prayers. But but he has a line in there. I've used it in, in two of my books so far. I've written about it. I've talked about it. And this line has helped me so many times. But uh, Wolterstorff says, Faith is a footbridge that you don't know will hold you up until you step out on it. So you're looking at all in August, Kathy, and you're wondering how you're going to make it through your husband's birthday, these big milestone events, the first time they come through. And you, and the only way to get there is to put your foot down on that bridge of faith and say, God, I'm going to trust that you say you will carry my burdens. You say your yoke is easy and your burden is light. You say you're big enough and strong enough to hold me up. You say get out of the boat and come and walk with me. And I'm going to put my foot down on that promise. And until you do, until you put your foot down on that promise, friend, you don't really know if it's going to turn out okay or not. You have to take some readings of God's promises and see if they turn out to be sound. And I can just promise you, they are. I promise you, they are. Go all in with God. Go all in. Move forward and stop looking back. This is day three. I'm going to play Tommy Walker's song forward again. And we're not going to play it every day. Don't get tired of it. I'm I'm playing it because I want you to have it as some prehab in your heart and in your brain. I want you to have this idea that it's time to press forward. Put your foot down on the bridge. Okay, Sarah, Brian, Clay, Will, Diane, Denise, everybody that's listening and calling in, I want you to put your foot down on the bridge and let's go all in and let's make it practical and relatable and reality and not theory anymore. It's time to believe that we can go all in and he will make our path straight because he will. He will. Feelings aren't facts, friends. They're not. Feelings are neurochemical events in your brain. And you can do self-brain surgery to act your way into feeling better. But you can never feel your way into acting better. And if you want to know if God is big enough and strong enough and powerful enough and kind enough and merciful enough and gracious enough and loving enough to hold you up when you put your foot down on that bridge over that scary thing in your life, you won't know until you do it. And you have to go all in. And the good news is, my friend, You can start today. It's been a long, long road. It's 
been a crooked path with many twists and turns, but I'm not looking back. I'm walking straight ahead, believing what you've said, Lord, that you're gonna be with me no matter what life brings out. I'm gonna miss if I don't leave this old familiar place. Oh, troubles, I know they'll come, but I believe, Lord, you'll make a way as I take each step of faith. You're gonna lead me by your grace.
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.